Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so we were just having a conversation specifically about uh, the new uh, Mr. Rogers movie that Tom Hanks is starring in. He'll play the role of Mr. Rogers. Uh, And we were talking about how Tom Hanks is a little little polarizing on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, um, and we thought, you know, let's just throw it out to the masses because you and I both kind of enjoy him, but we know of many people who find him. They're not. He's not. Yeah, their I liking. feel like people. There's there is a certain amount of, of people who uh, vocally are not the biggest fans of Tom Hanks, and I, I mean, I guess I just don't get it. I actually adore Tom Hanks, and uh, I think sometimes he gets short shrift. But I think listeners uh, might have a different opinion. I don't know. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Tom Hanks, love him or hate him, and why? Let's go to the phones. Mo is on the line. Hi, Mo. Hi. So, um, do you love Tom Hanks or hate Tom Hanks? I'm a huge fan of Tom Hanks. Oh, good. Okay, and why? I actually, over the commercial break, I was thinking about it, and I've only ever really seen him in comedic roles. Like, I grew up watching Big, and I'm a huge fan of A League of Their Own. I think he's the funniest part of that movie. Um, and I also am, like, a huge fan of um, David S. Pumpkins. Like, I think he's nice. just a really funny guy, and I don't know if I've actually seen him any, uh, like, dramatic roles. Maybe that's where it's polarizing. Um, I don't know, but Mo, I will tell you this. Um, do yourself a favor and watch him in a dramatic role, especially because you love him so much in comedic roles. That's where you really get to see like yeah. what an amazing actor he is and what a great talent he is. Thank you. Thanks, Mo. Um, you know, that the thing that she just, there was something that uh, she said, oh, when she just said, I think that it's the, maybe it's that she hasn't seen the dramatic roles and maybe that's the reason why people find him polarizing. It made me think about kind of the arguments I've heard against him as an actor that he kind of puts Tom Hanks into the role specifically when he's trying to play a right, uh, like a a real person um, that it's too Tom Hanksy, which is weird, right? Because he's an actor. And if he were too Tom Hanksy, perhaps he wouldn't get all those acting roles. Right. I think it's just that he's a really good actor. And I think this is also what's interesting is I comp- I would compare him maybe to on the female side of things, Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. because I think Meryl Streep gets a lot of the same criticism because it's like, oh, here's another Meryl Streep movie, Meryl Streep trying to do somebody. It's like, well, yeah, but she's an actress. That's what she's supposed to do. But they just have this uncanny uh, habit of being able to uh, inhabit roles 
And I, you know, the the Fred Rogers movie makes me think of the Walt Disney movie. This oh, is yeah. another amazing movie, uh-huh. Saving Mr. Banks uh-huh. or Private Ryan. What was it? It's Mr. What's it? Mr. Something Mr. Banks. Saving Mr. Banks. Saving yeah. Mr. Banks. Um, which is, he saved, gosh, Tom Hanks really saves a lot of people. Right? Saving Private Ryan, Saving Mr. Yeah. Banks. Who's next? Saving Colleen and Bradley. Mr. Rogers. I mean, one day we should be so lucky to have Tom Hanks and Meryl right? Streep play us. Meryl will play me. Tom will play you. Um, <clears throat> that's just the way it is. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm a man. Um, it's a joke. It's an inside joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because anyway. Uh, but I think Meryl Streep oftentimes gets a lot of the same criticism. Right. Right. And I, Yeah. There's this piece of me that's like, maybe people just don't like people who are too good at what they do. I mean, that's I think that's a legitimate yeah. thing. Let's go to Gina. Gina's on the line. Hi, Gina. Love him or hate him? Tom Hanks. Uh, I love him. I think he's very versatile. I love how he went from TV and now he's strictly movies, which is great. He sticks to what he knows and... I love him from Forrest Gump to what he's doing now. I think he's very versatile. Thank you, Gina, for your call. Thanks, Gina. Um, you know what I think is I'm I'm worried that we're not going to get anybody who doesn't like Tom Hanks because they know how much we like Tom Hanks. But six five one six four one one zero seven one to weigh in. Let's go to Marnie. Hi, Marnie. Hello. Tom Hanks, love him or hate him and why? Love him. And I also was going to equate him to Meryl Streep. Um, so Bradley, you took the words right out oh, of my I'm mouth. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Um, but Bosom Buddies, t- okay, Bosom Buddies, and then Philadelphia. You mm. can do it all. Mm-hmm. See, that's what's so, so amazing yeah, to me about he's him. so versatile, which again is probably why you were comparing him to Meryl Streep, because yeah. she also has the ability to inhabit vastly different roles. Well, I mean, do comedy, do, do more dramatic roles? Do autobiographical roles where you really are inhabiting a person who already exists or has existed. That to me, that is that is talent to be able to really do all of that and do it well. Let's go to Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Cindy, uh, Cindy, Tom Hanks. Love him. Cindy, Tom Hanks, love him or hate him and why? Love him. Love him. Love him. Um, I all the way back to big, and I guess the last thing I've seen him in was uh, when he played Captain Sully Sullivan. Yes. Oh yeah. When he land- oh, and Captain Phillips. You were you in tears at the end, like I was. Yes, and also in Castaway, or no? Yeah, uh, Castaway. Yeah, that was that ending was really hard because yeah, he goes to find his love who had Spoiler gotten married, alert, moved Cindy. on, and. Spoiler that, alert. Yeah, that one. I'm not even sure I could watch the ending of that again. I know. It's it's like so heart-wrenching. Thank you, Cindy, for your call. I do want to go back. I kind of want to go back because I remember being in love with the movie. Yes. Big. Yes. I love that movie. Yeah. Have you not watched it recently? Oh, God, no. I haven't we, probably watched it in 20 years. Oh, I probably watched it a couple years ago. And you, again, like I loved Tom. And then, and then also there's this mid sort of chunk of Tom Hanks. The like sleepless in Seattle chunk. Yeah, I missed that um, chunk. And what's the other chunk? You've got male chunk. I loved that Tom Hanks rom com. I loved rom com Tom. Well, and I will say that totally. if you again listen to that interview that he did with Terry Gross a while back, he talks very specifically about wanting to change the types of roles that he did. So there was that sort of rom com, sort of aw shucks funny blah blah blah, and that just wasn't working for him. And he made a very distinct 
choice to go in a different direction Rom-com to take his town. career yeah. in a different direction. Well, and you totally saw the trajectory of that. And now you see sort of where he's... I also think one of the other reasons why I love him is because he doesn't fall into the Hollywood trap, right? Like he, to me, is proof that you can just, you can be hugely famous, live your life, and nobody ever needs to get into your business, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's go to Stacy. Occasionally, his son has gotten in well, headlines, but that is true. Hi, Stacy. Tom Hanks, love him or hate him, and why? Um, I, I'm not. First of all, he did save more people because he portrayed that uh, pilot that right. landed the. Um, so yeah, he's saving a lot of people. Um, and also, um, are you still there? Yeah, yep. we're here. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm not really a fan of him now. I think I used to love him more. Years and years ago, and I'm probably dating myself, when he used to do the Saturday Night Live skits, oh, my gosh, he was so funny in that. And then he did, you know, um, Splash. He did yes. Big, oh, he did all Splash. Those, and A League of Their Own, too. The other caller mentioned that, too. I loved when he's in a comic role. I know I've, I've seen a few of his serious ones. Right. But I think he is just such a good comedic actor. He can just bring so much funny lines and just and say them perfectly. So... I don't know if I really like him right now. I think he's done too many serious ones. He needs to go back to do some um, more comedy. He needs to make us laugh. Thank you, Stacy. Thanks, Stacy. I'm going to let Paul have the final word on the phones here because he hates Tom Hanks. Oh, good. That would be a great place to end. Well, no, because we haven't heard from anybody who has that opinion. Hi, Paul. Hi. You hate Tom Hanks? Well, I don't know what Tom Hanks she was talking about, but (laughs) I don't particularly like him. You know, it started started out with, I'm not a smart man. You know, that Forrest Gump movie, mm-hmm. Yep. it was like nails on a blackboard. And it, it seems to me that he always plays himself. There were so, certain actors like John Wayne even. He always played himself. There's, no, there's just no stretch and it just... I don't know. It so just, for you... I, I, I don't get him. You don't yeah. get him. I, people love him, but... I just, you know, I, I, I can't watch a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. And that bit he used to do on Saturday Night Live, it was just the, the Halloween. the Halloween. Yeah, David the, S. Pumpkins. Uh, yeah. The, the skeleton. Yep. I, I, I never got that. <laughs> Thank you for your I call, I don't think Paul. Paul's alone. I think Paul's criticism is one that I've heard, and you referenced earlier, more than once, but... I mean, I don't agree, yeah. but I think that he has, uh, he's saying something that other people have very much said. Well, we have another Paul who's in the studio who actually knows his way around movies. We can maybe ask him yeah, let's ask for him on his temp on Tom Hanks after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes has entered the conversation yeah. from Paul's trip to the movies on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay. Uh, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, everything men and G strings. Yeah. Well, I would be nice, but it's Friday, so. So I'm clothed. That's Jesus. I don't know what. <laughs> I just like went to go to the bathroom and get no, some water. No, we were water. talking about you going to concerts. Yeah, I and I, we were I talking about going to concerts. And I very quickly said, you know, it takes a lot to get me out the house. And I, so mm. I don't generally go unless the criteria it's, is. Yes. unless it's share or men and G strings. This is actually pretty but you accurate. you don't have share tickets. Like that's what I'm confused okay, about. Okay. But I told you the journey where, I went on in my head. Can, is do we have to do this out loud right now? <laughs> Look. 
I uh, want to go to see Cher, mm-hmm. but I biffed getting the tickets like pre-sale. Mm. And so then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get the tickets I want. So I'm going to wait until right before and then get the tickets I want because some Yahoo will turn over their tickets and I'll get them for way cheaper. See, there you go. That's his plan. Um, Also, I would say food gets you out of the house as well. Now, uh, let's talk about movies. First of all, let's clean up the last segment because this Paul has a different opinion. This Paul has a different opinion of Tom Hanks. We were talking about love him or hate him and why love him. Um, And I really feel like he is one of my role models. He was an actor that I looked up to when I was acting that made me love movies in the first place. I think he can do comedies so well. Mm -hmm. I think he's a fantastic dramatic actor. Mm -hmm. He can do Shakespeare. He really can do a variety of genres. And I disagree with the last caller because what you're not realizing with Tom Tom Hanks is that you think he's playing the same role because you've gotten to see his career over the last 30 years. But it, of his roles of late, the dramatic ones, he's very subtle in his acting. Mm-hmm. He's not doing the transformation performances. He's doing a small body physicalizations to make um, Di- Walt Disney different than Captain Phillips, different than mm-hmm. Ben Bradley. Like He's playing all these real people, but doing them just slightly differently to then get you seeing what they're vision is he's mm-hmm. a subtle actor mm-hmm. you think of him being over the top or a forrest gump but he's he's not that anymore mm-hmm. there's a big evolution in his acting in his career which i think makes him so good and i think that that's the thing that you can actually you can chart that you can see that you can appreciate that over a period of time that his acting and i had listened to an interview where he talked about his acting and it seems that he very thoughtfully wanted to change the trajectory of his right. career and so went about finding roles that did that now, Tom Hanks not starring in anything coming out this weekend, but what nope. is coming to theaters? There's a new Kevin Hart movie in theaters this weekend called Night School. And in this one, he plays someone that's kind of down on his log and is trying to get a new job because he's basically let go from his other one at a grill place. Um, and he can't get work because he doesn't have a GED. So mm. he goes back to night school in order to prep for his GED. And it's there where Tiffany Haddish is his teacher. Okay. So tell us more about this experience. Okay, so this experience, if you are a big Kevin Hart fan, you will love this movie. He's playing right into his wheelhouse, and that's what people love about him. Mm-hmm. And I've grown to, I think, appreciate him. I can handle him in small doses, mm-hmm. for lack of a better mm-hmm. word, because um, I do think that he is funny. I think that this movie is just very thin on premise mm-hmm. and then gets a little tiring after about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And what's great or what you're kind of misled in the trailer and the posters that Tiffany Haddish is in this, and she is, but minimally. Interesting, because I do think that Tiffany Haddish sort of on, um, I would say in the last like six to eight months, especially since she sort of inserted herself into the who licks Beyonce story. Right. Um, I feel like she, like now she's the hot thing. And so if she was in a movie that maybe she wasn't like super forward in, the movie is doing the wise thing by highlighting. And I think she's taking a lot of, she has about four movies coming up this fall alone. And I think she's taking a lot of work to kind of, do her thing now. Seize the moment. Seize the moment, Mm -hmm. exactly. But then she's not being utilized. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So she has, she's very loud. I mean, her. she's doing her brand too. Mm-hmm. So when she's pitted against Kevin Hart, that's when the movie really works is them having their loud energy mm-hmm. back and forth, which maybe some people find annoying. But actually, that was funny because they're they're trying to top each other, uh-huh. unlike other Kevin Hart movies where he's very much the opposite of like The Rock. Right. Where when they pair off each other, great. But too much of the movie is just her as supportive teacher, where I think maybe it would have been better if she was the disgruntled principal mm. in this movie played by Taryn Killam. Mm. So they're trying to do like a breakfast club, trying to do an animal house. They go for some gross out humor, but I was like... This is like this is too long. It's not funny anymore, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like who is that audience, right? So who's the audience that they are trying to get into theaters? It doesn't sound like it's a very it, defined. Well, audience. it's a Kevin Hart audience yeah. because they expect this kind of humor from him, and he delivers in that. And he has he is a huge, huge base, and they'll oh, watch yeah. him in anything. Yeah. And the movie he he's one of the producers, and he also co-wrote it along with five other people. So mm-hmm. whenever you have a comedy with six screenwriters. It's not a good recipe. There's a lot going on. Well, I think we've seen that. I think we've seen that with Adam Sandler yeah. yes. before, right? On yes. some of his uh, movies that have totally fallen flat. Um, okay, uh, so how many? Tickets I'm giving subs? it two out of five ticket subs. So, it's nah. too long. So Matt, going Tiffany's to the not used. This weekend. Yeah, Don't maybe wait for no a share. Tip. No share. And who wants a movie with no share? What else can you throw at us? So uh, there's some good stuff at home right now that you can watch. That is music to my ears. And maybe you have, maybe you guys haven't seen it yet. But it's Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm, So mm -hmm. the latest Star Wars movie came out in May, and it takes it's about a young Han Solo played by Alden Ehrenreich, and it's a heist movie. He has to go get some fuel, canister fuels, whatever. And it's how he came to uh, get attached to the Millennium Falcon, meet Lando Calrissian Mm -hmm. and Chewbacca. Mm. I have not seen this movie yet. Neither which, have I. So this would be a perfect one to sort it of is. cuddle up on the couch with. And I want to say go in with the right expectations. You know, we came off of The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens, Rogue One, these big space operas that are huge. This is probably the most minimalist that we've seen from a Star Wars mm-hmm. movie. It's not big fights. It's kind of a space western meets James Bond movie in a way. Okay. Hmm. No okay. lightsabers. I think there's maybe one, there's one in the movie. So this is what I remember from uh, when this came out. We were talking about whether or not to take our kids to see this one. Mm-hmm. And we heard mostly that it's very character developmenty. It is. And that the, the lack of action-y stuff might be difficult for younger kids to follow. So even if yes. you're a huge Star Wars fan, know that going in. Exactly. Yep. It's more character driven than like action or like sci-fi driven. Yeah. And if your kids are really good at sitting sitting in place for two hours and not mm-hmm. getting bored. Right. I think they could enjoy it because Chewbacca is funny. It's a little bit lighter in tone than the others. Like they were really trying to go for more of a comedic bent with this. Right. And Donald Which Glover. Which makes sense because Han Solo and Chewbacca are funny. Are funny. Yeah. 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 And then Donald Glover is fantastic as Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. He just fits right into it? The, I'm giving it three and a half out of five. Okay. I enjoyed it. You have to know the movie going in first. Okay. Put your expectations at 
in place. Be okay. All Fabulous. right. So that's streaming. And thank you, Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies, Paul's Trip to the Movies.com, and his podcast, Paul's Trip to the Movies. Two new episodes this week. Woo! We're be All right. Line. We'll be back. Yes. We'll be back with crazy stuff. Dumb people doing dumb things. We like to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. I mean, all you got to do is look around, turn on TV. It's crazy people doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 <sighs> we are not going to Florida first. We are going to Nashville first. Okay. Um, Nashville. A guy was speeding in Nashville. A guy was speeding in Nashville. Oh, this is good. Sing it. Okay. Uh, and his name was Robert Mitchell. And his name was Robert Mitchell, but they called him Mitch. He got pulled over. He got pulled over. <laughs> and cops found a bunch of counterfeit $100 bills in his butt. And they found... <laughs> yeah, that escalated quickly. Uh, I don't know how to finish that song. Did you hear him sing it? And they found a bunch of dollar bills in his butt. It's really awkward. <laughs> so that's how did they? F- okay, there's so many. I questions. know, but I back wanted it. Up, I wanted it, it sunk. Back it up. Okay, nature's pocket. <laughs> Sounds like he was backing it up. Okay, so here's what happened. Twenty nine year old Robert Mitchell. He was speeding down the highway when uh, state troopers pulled him over and they told him to get out of his car. He would not get out of his car. He was okay. like, No, I will not be getting out of my car. Well, long story short, eventually they were, because you can't just be like, no, I'm not getting out of my car without something happening to get you out of your car, right? So eventually you're going to get out of the car. He got out of the car and that's when they found that he had five counterfeit $100 bills in his booty between like... Between the cheeks yes. or mm-hmm. like in the deposit? No, he was, he had not, it was like the, he was using it kind of as a wallet, but more like a money clip. So like just a, you know, booty money clip, just kind of right there. Booty money. Booty well, I mean, there is some sort of logic talk- there. Uh, there's logic there. Yeah. Don't you think? Right. To putting the, uh, putting it between <laughs> his booty cheeks. Uh, Holly's yes, mic is on. And so we're enjoying her side of the conversation. <laughs> Holly. We just heard your whole conversation. Oh, that's great. You know what? <laughs> Somebody really appreciated us. Oh, thank oh, you. Calling it nature's pocket. Yes. The booty mm-hmm. can be, some people use it as nature's pocket. Um, anyway, he had $100 bills, j- j- counterfeit ones jammed uh, between oh, the cheeks. God, you know the worst part of that? I can't wait to hear. The smell. I you mean. You can't get that smell out. What are you gonna do? Well, like you're like here. Let me pay for some, you know, yeah, but candy. Are you? You're missing a very key point, which is they're counterfeit bills. So he was protecting his counterfeit bills oh. in his booty. Well, maybe he was just trying to distress them. You know, like um, I've seen that in movies before where they try to, 
you know, make the counterfeit money look real and then they run them through the wash machine and rub them up their, you know. Do behinds. they really? Is that a I thing that, that they do? I think there was a scene in a movie once I saw. Uh, they anyway, crinkle them up. They also found a little marijuana and Viagra on him. So apparently he was up for a good time. Uh, he was arrested on several charges. Um, so just so you know, your booty's not a wallet. Uh, your booty's not a wallet. I think actually that's the name of the album. Your booty's not a wallet. Okay. I wanted to read the following story to you. Okay. Uh, did guy, you change your mind? Guy. Yeah. But you'll, you'll know why okay. the, the, the headline just makes me want to read more, but then I'm like, that's, we're not doing that. Okay. Guy accused of killing his family. Doesn't like monster label. I mean, uh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I think if you kill your family, you're a monster. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that's just a headline. How about that for okay. you? Okay. All right. Thanks. That was fun. I'll read you the actual story that I wanted to read okay, you. Okay. Good. So let's go to Cape, Cape Coral, Florida. Okay. Where police had arrested a lady. Okay. Her name is uh, Kayla Rose Bale, and she's 21 years old, and she's facing charges of uh, some things. Okay. But it's what she was doing when those things happened that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. What does that mean? Well, okay. here's the deal. She's riding around town and she might be a little drunkies. What well, do we know about doing that? Illegal. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, I think she was a fan of beer. Oh, in fact, it says in yeah. this article, I like beer. Does it? Does yeah. she still like beer? Yes. Has she ever fallen asleep after you, drinking Holly, beer? Haven't you? Mm. Anyway, she was riding around with under the influence. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're laughing. That's you shouldn't laugh about that, right? That's no, just illegal right. behavior. Right. You should be arrested, and that's enough. Mm-hmm. But that's not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy status. No. Here's the crazy, stupid, idiot status. She was wearing a bikini while driving around, intoxicated. Had she just been swimming at the beach? No, I mean it was not a particularly swimmy beachy day. When she was pulled over. In fact, uh, it was the middle of the night. So one can only wonder. Was she stripping? No. I mean, that's possible. There's no word on truly why she was wearing a bikini. But that is not, you know. That's not That's not drunk driving attire. When they asked her, why are you driving drunk? She said, because I'm drunk. Okay. Oh, well. So. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, please don't drink and drive. Friends. If you're drinking, don't drive. And, and if you're driving, don't drink. And even if you're not drinking, don't use your phone. Oh, period. Yes, absolutely. Don't drive distracted. Don't text and drive. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. Can we go to Georgia, specifically an area of Georgia called Ackworth, Georgia? Ackworth. Oh, man. This, okay. What I'm about to tell you about is a problem, at least in my neighborhood. I don't know about your neighborhood, but if you leave your car unlocked... Bradley, people will go in it. People will go in it and they'll try to help themselves to whatever you've left in your car. Why would you leave your car unlocked? That's another thing. Also, why would you leave valuable stuff in your car? Instant pot. I'm just saying. But (gasps) no, I'm just kidding. That was rude. Sorry about that. I apologize. No, but seriously, don't leave like your wallet and stuff in your car. Uh, But that's what people were doing in this area of Ackworth, Georgia. They had left, you know, valuables in their cars and a guy was uh, going door to door in the cars and opening up the car doors and helping himself to people's wallets and credit cards and IDs, etc. Uh, he was kind of making an evening of it, 
because um, he got tired mm. along the way. This is sort of like a fairy tale. Okay. And he fell asleep in the backseat of one of the cars that he was trying to steal wallets and what? stuff from. Yeah. So he's like, it's the middle of the night because nobody can see you at night. He goes to one car, gets some credit cards, goes to the next car, grabs an ID, goes to another car, gets a mm. wallet. I'm tired. I'm it's time for night night. <sighs> I'm just going to, I'll just close my eyes for a minute here in this car. Ends up falling asleep in the car. Guess what then happens? He gets found by the authorities. Uh, The sheriff's office had been contacted about someone stealing from vehicles. And the man was discovered. His name is Timothy Zachary. He was discovered asleep with cash and gift cards that belonged to residents in the area in the backseat of a car. Um... And then he was arrested and charged with falling asleep in the backseat of a car with stolen goods. Oh, my God. Yeah. Several offenses. Including I just don't burglary. understand how, like, don't you feel like you'd have an adrenaline rush if you were thieving? Apparently not. I mean, no, what I I'm can't learning stop is this is sort I just of. Yawned I know. earlier. Sorry. But this apparently seems kind of commonplace to which I would just say. We have read like, many stories about this where burglars will uh, bust into your home and then fall asleep. Yeah. So what I would say, my crazy, stupid idiot advice, right? So we have like regular advice, which is advice you give to normal people that would say things like, don't break into other people's cars and steal their stuff, right? That's that's normal advice that you'd want to give to a person. But, you know, if we're trying to advise somebody on how to be not be a crazy, stupid idiot, and they're just going to be a criminal anyway, I would say to them, before you commit your crimes, get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Or have a cup of coffee. Yeah. Like, if that's your job... You know, you stay show awake up. for you. Show all the way up. <laughs> you don't do. You don't go in tired. That's true, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, two forty-five every day, we play a fun game called the Throwback Live. We're going to do just that after this on My Yay. Talk One Hundred Seven One. Two forty-five every day on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk One Hundred Seven One, streaming live at My Talk One Hundred Seven One. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yeah. And at 2.45 every day, we play a fun game. And that game is the Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must put it. Win just one Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one no touching of the hair or face. And doing? now, your host, Holly Roberts. TGIF, everyone. Welcome to the Throwback Life at 245. <laughs> oh, nice. Mine dissolved too quickly. Hi, Holly. What's going on? Hi. Now, for those who are not having a visual experience like I am, Colleen and Bradley are currently playing with uh, Japanese lifesaver candies that are deliberately meant to create a sonic sensation when you blow air in and out of them. The sonic sensation. 
See, when they get too like eaty, then they don't do that. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's play a game, shall we? Let's do it. Throwback Live at 245. Here's how the game works. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 245, and Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Just like that. Now, as it stands right now, we got a little total victory tally here on the Throwback Mm, Live. It's getting really close, you guys. Colleen has 67 victories. Mm -hmm. Bradley... 65. <laughs> it's anybody's game. It is yeah. anybody's no, game. Let's right. do this. Yeah, let's do let's this. Let's play the first vintage pop really. culture audio clip in the throwback live at 245. Colleen and Bradley, identify this. Don't try to hold it back. Go ahead, laugh out loud. Don't you see nothing would have made Chuckles happy? Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That's Mary Tyler Moore. The That's Chuckles. the Chuckles the episode. episode. to make people laugh. Tears were offensive to him, deeply offensive. <laughs> he hated to see people cry. <laughs> so, so go ahead, my dear. Laugh for Chuck. <laughs> uh, classic episode, Chuckles Clown. Good job, Bradley. You have one point in today's Uno pointito throwback live. Yes, at 2.45. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify the following. Try not. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is Yoda. Yes. Do. Or do not. Do or there do not. There is no try. There is no try. That is right. Oh, Bradley, two points today. Throwback oh, live at 245. Oh, two you. points already. Guess that who's means... getting close to your face? It's almost like I'm. No words, please. Want to see my fancy hat? <laughs> Sure. I don't even know what's happening over there. I'm not sure. Friday. Yeah, Friday's Friday, happening. Friday is happening. It has been a week. It's now, happening Bradley, all over. You have two points in the throwback live at 245, meaning if you guess this next clip correctly, <laughs> you win today's game. Colleen, you can still stay in it. Now, maturity, please. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. This is a, a radio game for crying out yes. loud. Oh, yeah, we'll be mature. All right. Third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley correctly identify this. <laughs> Bradley Kelly. Trainer. Bradley. Oh, that is Family Matters. Yes! Come on, sing it. I don't want to. It's a rare condition. Oh, come you know on. I know this part right here. Oh no, not yet. It's coming. That's all I knew. Okay, that's all I have. Wow. (laughs) Wow, that was a shutout, girl. What happened to you? I took a little nap. Apparently. What did he win, Holly? Bradley, you just won today's Throwback Live. Oh my God, it's like we're almost tied. It is like you're almost tied. And your prize today, you just won yourself a nice fresh pack of number two pencils. Ooh, I love a good number two. Is it Ticonderoga? Sure. Really? No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on your hilarious joke. (laughs) It wasn't hilarious. It was just a poop joke on a Friday. (laughs) 
<laughs> What's not a poop right. joke on a Friday? True. <laughs> That's the name of our show. Oh, congratulations. Speaking of poop jokes. On your big win. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? All right, I got a warning for you. What's Uh-oh. the warning? Holly, uh-huh. Holly knows where I'm going to go with this. Do I? I think you do. We discussed it earlier. There are some shows that do well as a reboot, and oh. then there are some that are... You didn't like... Complete disasters. Did you really think it was a complete disaster? Complete. Can I ask you a question, Donnie? You're talking about Murphy, Murphy Brown, Brown, correct? Horrible, awful, zero stars, horrible oh, acting, horrible God. writing, horrible plot. That horrible hurts my heart. Wow. It hurts my heart because I didn't feel that way. But I, I, I don't agree, or I should say I uh, don't disagree that it was not, you know, it's 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 kind of a, it's stinky a little bit. But. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's but I just, think there's some things about it that make me happy. Like Regardless. I mean, Candace Bergen. Come on. No, no. Uh, my question was: yeah. Did you like Will and Grace reboot? Oh yeah, that was that really? was just as funny as the first time around. From in my opinion, oh. I thought it was just as good as the first time around. Whereas right. Murphy Brown is just kind right of right off sad, the bat. Pale. Did you think that, Donnie? Did I you? did. Okay. I did. Murphy Brown is a sad, pale imitation of its wonderful self. Okay. Will you be talking about that on no. the... Lo- okay. <laughs> so you yeah. just did it on our show. All right, that's fine. <laughs> pooped on our parade. Yeah, no, yeah. Donnie, this is I'm actually... T- you know what, you Donnie? Know, I'm trying to help out the, uh, the listeners here so Thank they don't you. waste time. Uh, Donnie, you know, what? I actually kind of like the trajectory of what this uh, what's <laughs> happening in this segment. <laughs> I want Donnie to feel free to bring his, his thoughts here, the ones that he can't air, uh, after exactly. three. So thank you. I want to honor you for bringing that. Is there anything else that's on your chest that you would like to offload right here in this moment during this segment? Yeah. No, I, I feel pretty good about just okay. doing that. That's all you got? I can't wait to show up on Lori and Julia and take out my... How do you think that's going to go? Yeah. Oh, well, probably. It hurts me, but you know, I, here's what I will give Donnie. Yeah. Is that he watches a lot of TV. Yes. And I also watch some TV, but probably not as thoughtfully as Donnie does. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't totally dismiss what he has. This to is say. true. Although, Donnie I don't watch a comedy to sit there stone faced for 35 minutes. Like you didn't even crack no, a small. Did you, not you once. felt no feelings of nostalgia? No. Did you like the original? Like a, I did like the original. Yeah, um, I watched them all. Uh, you didn't think it was just kind of, no. you know, I thought it was a very sort of no. quietly. You know, no. Okay, wow. Oh, He's not giving anything. So Shutting I it giving, down. I'm giving nothing, and that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Wow. So basically, what you're saying, Donnie, is when we're sharing a room together next week, we're going to watch uh, more episodes of Murphy, Murphy Brown. Brown. I won't be in the room at the time that you're watching Murphy Brown, but no. Um, wow. Okay. okay. All right. I well, think that's we're how I keep Donnie too, out I think of the we're room. We're going to be busy. Right? On next Thursday night uh, at 8.30. Yes. We're not going to be watching TV. Yes. Donnie is, of course, speaking yeah. of Project Down and Dirty, which kicks off on Tuesday night of next week. We are reporting for duty. Checking in. Checking in, I shall say. Yeah. I at mean, Mystic Lake. I was going to say, yeah, reporting for duty at Mystic Lake. That's the best I know. thing ever. <sighs> I know, right? I'm for it. Poor me. <laughs> so we will be so checking crass. in on Tuesday night, which means our show's. From Mystic Lake will begin on Wednesday. You will hear us broadcasting live as we learn to do comedy. We'll be doing some improv. We'll be doing some stand-up. And we'll be raising money for charity, most importantly. Uh, And that's a fun time that we will be having next week. But if you were not able to obtain by purchase your tickets to the final show on Friday night, a week from tonight at Mystic Lake, we will be giving away pairs of tickets next week. 
Yay! Yeah. We only have a limited amount, uh, limited, limit, that's the word, yeah. limited amount available. And so you will want to listen for your chance to win if you're really excited about being there. You know what kind of comedy we will not be doing? What? What they did last night. Okay, all right. <laughs> Shut his mic off. Oh my off. gosh, no, I we're done. Enough. Hey, it's everybody. Thank, thank you, you for a great Sorry, week. I just talked really All hard. right, he certainly will. And we will be back next week, uh, the week of Project Down and Dirty. We'll be talking Have a lot a about weekend, that. Have y'all. a great weekend, everybody. We love you, and uh, you're beautiful. We, You are beautiful. We love you, and I mean, you're did beautiful. you just need to repeat the same words I just said? I'm sorry. I forgot you're a man. <laughs>